Welcome to the Messy Wonderful Podcast, where we're spilling all the deets on how we travel with little kids and a bigger family, plus tons of insight into our family's adjustment to our oldest son's diagnosis with autism at age three. Hey y'all, I'm Kimberly, wife, mom to three kids ages five and under, full-time CPA, and now blogger. So grab your coffee, glass of wine, it's a Diet Dr. Pepper for me, and let's do those dishes, the laundry, chauffeur those kids around, or whatever you have on your task list today. We'll do it together because life may be messy, but it's oh so wonderful. Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of the Messy Wonderful Podcast. Today we are talking about, so, you know, obviously y'all are here for lots of travel, lots of Disney, but today I want to talk about if you go to Orlando, what can you do other than Disney? And Maybe you've decided that you're really going on a trip to Disney World, but, you know, and everyone's all excited for that, but maybe you just want to do something different. And it's funny because you always hear everyone say, we're going to Disney or we're going to Universal or both, but you rarely ever hear someone say, we're going to Orlando. And if you say you're going to Orlando, everyone pretty much assumes that you're going to go to the theme parks, you know, and even for a work conference, people usually still find a way to build in the theme parks with Disney and even Universal quite a bit. So we want to share with you some other great spots in and around the Orlando area. And a few of them are just like super simple, super easy, not even like something that you would do during the day. And other things are just great alternative options to the Disney theme parks. Maybe it's because you're not Disney people or maybe you're going for a week and you know that seven days at the theme parks just isn't for you and your family. And I mean, seven seven days at the theme parks a lot, y'all. And I, I love Disney with the most of them. So today we wanna share 12 things that you can do in Orlando that are not Disney. So the first couple that I'm going to give you, we have actually done, we have actually been to. So you're going to hear me talk a little bit more about those just because I've been, but the rest are on our list. We can't wait to go and we will definitely keep you posted as we visit them. All right. So number one is the Orlando Science Center. And we went to this museum for the first time when Hunter was about three he was a he was in a huge dinosaur phase at the time. I mean, he's still into dinosaurs. Gage is still into dinosaurs. Beckett walks around saying roar because now he's into dinosaurs. But we saw that the Orlando Science Center was had like this whole big section that was devoted to dinosaurs. And then we realized that it was part of our ASTC passport program that we have purchased through our children's museum here locally which meant that we could get in for free. So it was a no-brainer for us to go. Hunter loved the dinosaur exhibit, of course, but the museum as a whole was actually really enjoyable for everyone. It's not a super huge museum, but it wasn't tiny either. We spent probably half a day there and we got to see just about everything that we wanted to see. So, you know, we had 
a three-year-old in tow at the time, you know, plus Gage. But, you know, the, the attention span was relatively short. So, you know, you could probably make it a full day activity uh, if you had older kids and wanted to spend, you know, a little more time at each, sta- at each station. Getting there was really easy. It's not super far off the interstate. And there's a big parking deck across the street that connects to the Science Center from a walk, like it's got a walking bridge. So it was a $5 flat rate to park in the deck all day. There's a cafe and a coffee shop. And, you know, you could, you're in like kind of downtown. So there's some dining options nearby. And there were also some really nice green areas that you could have totally packed a lunch in and had a picnic in the park next door. So if you have a dinosaur lover or little kids who love going to like science museums and things like that, this is definitely one that you are, going to want to hit up. It is 20 tickets, you know, and this, I we're recording this in May of 2022. So ticket pricing at the time is $21 for an adult, $15 for kids and two and under is free. And then again, if you have the ASTC passport program through your local children's museum, it's free. Okay. The next one is Legoland. And we actually went here for the first time during our Disney trip in October of 2021. Hunter and Gage had just started becoming interested in Legos at the time. So we thought that it would be fun to bring them and try that out with them. We actually spent a day at the original Legoland during a trip to California in 2019. But I would say that the boys weren't old enough to fully like appreciate it then, even though we thought it was really cool. Chance, Chance is a huge Lego nerd. He's, you know, as a kid still now, he loves doing that with the boys. I actually enjoy doing Legos with the boys, but they definitely didn't appreciate it at their ages in 2019. So when we visited Legoland in Florida, we lucked out with having like not super, not a lot of super crowds that day, which was a huge plus. And, but even with that, we could tell like how spoiled we have become with Disney World's like overall efficiency when it comes to operating rides and like logistics and cleanliness and things like that. So not to say that it was a bad experience. Um, it was just like sometimes like I would get really frustrated waiting in line and the lines weren't even all that long, but the boys did have a good time. And I would say, you know, they have like some extreme rides that the boys couldn't, couldn't participate in, but they had a lot of little rides too that the boys, that the boys could. Pricing is $105 for anyone over two. Anyone under two is free. And you can add the water park option for $128 per person. Okay, I'm sure. I don't know if y'all could hear Beckett starting to cry in the background. So I had to pause and now we are going to pick back up where we left. And it's one of those things where I want to be fully honest and transparent with y'all. You know, we have three kids. Beckett's homesick right now. So we rec- I record these podcasts um, as I have time. And so I could, you know, completely edit it out and, and try and show things as perfect. But it's not. Life is life is messy. Um, but it's wonderful that I get to be home with Beckett when he's sick and not feeling well. So let's jump into number three. We went to the Showcase of Citrus, which is basically... Okay, so Hunter kept saying that he wanted to go to an orange grove. And, you know whatever. We were trying to make him happy. We knew we were going to Florida and Chance found this place called Showcase of Citrus. So we really thought that we were just going to go to an orange grove. Chance knew that there were some kind of like monster trucks there, but we got there y'all and there was so much to do. Like 
I don't know. It it was it was way cooler than I expected. And I feel like we've had quite a few things like that where the kids have opened my eyes to seeing things like things that they wanted to do. And I'm like, oh, I don't feel like doing this. You know, this is this isn't going to be great. And then I really wind up loving it, too. Um, so always keep an open mind. But you it's free to go to the showcase of Citrus, but you pay for the tours, which are on like these big, they're, they're not monster trucks, but they have like monster wheels and they're up high so that like you're kind of riding through the oranges when you're doing it. There are animals back there. It was really, really cool, y'all. And that was 25 for an adult, $15 for ages like four to 12. Gage and Beckett were free. And then I also love that they do military and veterans for free. I love that they offer that. So I highly recommend that you can head to the show notes for this one. And we have tons of pictures from when we did it. It was a really cool experience. And then you also pay to go into the Grove and then they have bags that you can buy based on weight for how many oranges you might want to pick. But you can also just hang around in their like area. They have they had this really cool area where the kids could play and that was free. They had food, they had drinks. We got this like fresh squeezed orange slushy thing. They had um oh man I can't think of the word now. Um it was like a like a dream sickle type thing where it had like the slushy and the ice cream. I don't I don't drink or eat things like that. I don't like my ice cream mixed in, but they looked pretty good and they were nice and refreshing. It wasn't crazy hot when we were there in February, but you know it was a little warm and so it was a really really cool experience. I would say it took us not quite an hour to get there from the Orlando proper area. Um, it, but you know, it was, it was a little out of the ways, but there were, there were things along the way, not that you would like stop and do. We actually, they had some picnic tables. So we brought lunch with us. We always do our pub subs and, um, like lunchables and things like that for the boys. And I would highly recommend that because it's just, it's really easy with little kids to, you know, bring food. And we took a break. So we did, we let them like run around and then we did the tour and the tour was pretty close to an hour. It was a very thorough tour. We ate lunch and then we did our orange grove picking and then we got in the car. We were in the car for a late nap time and we made the drive back and we let the kids sleep in the car. So highly recommend the showcase of citrus. If you have little ones that love maybe picking fruit, it's just great to be outdoors. They have good bathrooms out there, things for the kids to play. It was I think we probably could have spent longer out there if we had realized that and we were a little more prepared for it. Number four, hang by the pool. So make sure you pick a hotel with a good one. And this is so easy to do in Orlando. It's it's really not hard. There's a good chance, you know, that pretty much almost any time of the year when you're in Florida, it's going to be warm. So it's a great thing to do to just relax. We've really focused on this our last couple of trips down to Orlando to really just have a pool day. The boys love playing in the pool or the splash pad. It's so easy because we don't feel like we're rushing out the door. We're not trying to get all of our stuff packed up. We can go back to the room if we need to. And it really, really winds up being such a fun day. It It is a favorite for the kids. We did our pool day this last trip 
We did it on the last day. And so we like to kind of tell Hunter roughly what we're doing each day. And he really likes to know. And he remembers y'all. So he knew that Friday was the pool day. So he like kept talking about it. He's like, oh, is it, you know, it's almost Friday. It's almost time for the pool. And so I'm like, man, I don't need to spend, you know, $400 for us to go to the parks. This kid just wants to go to the pool. And so sometimes really going back to that mentality of less is more, keep it simple. The kids don't need all the bells and whistles to have fun. And it's nice as, as the parents to have a relaxing day because, you know, we're on, we're on quote unquote vacation too. I mean, you know, trips are not anywhere near relaxing with with three little kids, but the pool day does wind up being somewhat of a relaxing, easy day for us. Number five is the outlets. So, you know, if you like shopping and saving money, the outlets in Orlando are really, really nice. They're not super far, probably a little hard to get to. I think like if you were doing a Disney trip and staying on property, but if you're really doing more of that Orlando trip, the outlets are easy to get to. You could you could definitely spend a couple of hours there. They're really nice. It's it's all outdoor, like a like a typical outlet would be. They have a really nice food court. So it's definitely something that, you know, you could spend easily a half a day just kind of walking around at the outlets. They have Disney stores. My favorite is Tory Birch. And so we really enjoy that and just it's kind of, again, it's easy. And that's the point of this is to have a vacation that's maybe a little bit more relaxed. Okay, number six, the Sea Life Aquarium. So this is a little bit more pricey. We thought about doing it on our last trip and we did the Orange Grove instead for Hunter because that's what he wanted to do. But You know, it's no secret that Hunter loves zoos and aquariums. So we do try and make every effort when we go somewhere to to hit up their local zoo or aquarium. And it's their main attraction is a 360 ocean tunnel, which we really love for the kids because everybody can see, right? And so you kind of, it makes you feel like you're immersing yourself in the undersea world. And we think that they would really like this. So it's definitely on our list for one of our next trips. It's also really, really great if, you know, you're having a bad weather day. That's, it's a perfect indoor attraction. It is a little bit more on the expensive side. It's $35 for an adult, $30 for a kid, and then under age three is free. But they also have it where you can bundle it with some of the other Orlando attractions. So you definitely want to make sure that you go to their website and just take a look and see you know, if there's anything else that you might be doing that's that you can bundle with it, or maybe you have older kids. So, you know, y'all just move at a quicker pace and and can accomplish more in a day than we can with little kids. But this is definitely something that we will be doing soon. And um, especially if you have little kids who, you know, really like the animals, the aquariums, things like that, it's, it's a really great one to have on your list. All right, number seven is the Crayola experience. I don't remember how I found this one online, um, but it looks really, really cool. And the other, it's another great option if the weather's not good. And, you know, we're from New Orleans where we're pretty used to like pop-up showers and summer thunderstorms and Orlando gets that too. So, you know, even during the summer, you might have some, some bad weather days, 
but the Crayola experience, it like it just looks it looks really fun. They have a lot of different activities, hands-on experiences. You can buy stuff to bring home. It's in the mall. It's $25 if you do the tickets online and that's for ages three and up. So definitely make your reservations online and we'll make sure to link to the main pages for all of these locations and experiences in the notes. So just head over to the show notes and that way you don't have to like figure out, you know, which place because there actually is more than one Creole experience in the U.S. Number eight is a Pirates Adventure Dinner. And shout out to Jessica Razdahl from the Speak to, St- Speak to Scale podcast. She and I, we just kind of like became friends and uh, they live near the Orlando area. And I was, our kids are similar ages. And so we were just talking about my upcoming trip and I was asking her about a couple of things. And she mentioned this and we couldn't fit it in because like it's dinner, it's a dinner event and they have specific show times in the evenings. And so the way that our days fell with, we had already made like our park reservations and stuff. So we didn't get to go, but it looks so cool y'all. And I think the next time we go, we're definitely going to try and fit this in because it's got like lights and sword fighting and, and a ship and all this kind of stuff. So I, if, I think the boys would just absolutely love it. The price does depend on seating. So like the ship is in the middle and then like all the seats are around it. So it depends on where you sit and you choose, you know, your seat selection and then also the food. But it roughly to give you an idea, it starts at $65 for an adult and $37 for kids and two and under are free. And that's like general admission, general seating, like their general food, that kind of stuff. So it definitely more of like an investment, I feel like, but a super cool experience. And we definitely want to try and make that happen the next time we go. And Beckett will be a little bit older. Like, like we want everybody to enjoy it. So I don't know. We haven't decided if we're going to do it the next time or if we're maybe going to wait one more year until Beckett can kind of enjoy it too. Number nine is Gatorland, which has actually been around since 1949. And we see gators all the time. That's not really anything like super, you know, super wow for our kids. But if you're not used to seeing that, maybe you're not from the South, then this is going to be a really, really cool experience. They also have like birds, snakes, wildcats, and other experiences that you can do like a zip line. It looks like they have some shows They have a petting and feeding zoo. Of course, all of those cost extra from what you are, you know, paying. And admission right now is $33 for an adult, $23 for a child, and three and under are free. And the other thing that I wanted to mention here is that they specifically say on their website, no coolers. And y'all, I kind of struggle with places like this because being able to bring a cooler, even just drinks really helps us offset you know, the high cost of things, being able to bring the boys waters in. I mean, oh my goodness, if we have to start buying waters all day long for people, we would we would spend $100 on bottled water. So that's kind of a little bit of a bummer. So I just wanted to make sure that I mentioned that so that you're prepared for it in case you're similar to us and you like to bring those kinds of things. All right, number 10, giraffe ranch. So this is another really cool attraction if you have a, a wildlife lover in your family, which I'm sure you've realized by now that we definitely do. 
right now because of COVID, they're drive through safari tours to see the giraffes and like there are other exotic animals and things like that. So it's $150 per vehicle. They don't have anything on their website saying, you know, like if they're going to go back to doing it the old way, which I think like you got in one of their cars, but kind of cool to actually be able to like stay in your car with the kids and not have everybody running around. And, you know, if you have five people in the car, it's not super, super expensive. Number 11 is Wonderworks. And this is, it's got tons of science stuff. So it's got a space discovery zone, an imagination lab, an extreme weather zone. And again, it's another one of those indoor attractions. It says it has 35,000 square feet of fun and educational activities for guests of all ages. And it's really funny because we we've eaten at a couple of a rest of the restaurants right by where Wonderworks is. We've passed it a million bajillion times and we always come into like, oh, that's a weird looking building. Oh, I wonder what's in there. And, you know, like we never really thought about it. And then when we started like looking to see what other things we could take the kids to do in Orlando, we're like, oh, that's what that building is. That's why it's like upside down and like leaning and it's interesting. So um, it's kind of funny that we were like, oh, that's what that building is. And it's $35 for an adult. for a child and three and under are free. All right, number 12, you've made it to the end of the list with me. So Dinosaur World is about an hour from the Disney World Resort area. So it's a little bit of a drive. Again, I mean, a couple of these on here are, but if you have a dino lover in your family, it is going to be worth checking out. They have life-size dinosaurs. You can bring your own cooler. They have a playground. They have a fossil dig and a boneyard. And one thing that they mention on their website that obviously just my heart loves is they are autism friendly and they say that on there. So that just, that makes my heart so happy. So this is this is another one that we're kind of working into one of our next vacations because it's totally going to be like a day trip, a whole whole big thing for us. And we're super excited to take Hunter. Gage, you know, Gage just you know, likes dinosaurs, not like Hunter, but it seems like Beckett's really starting to like the dinosaurs as well. He kind of just walks around the house holding the dinosaur going roar. So we kind of want to take him as well. It's $20 for an adult. for a kid, a child, and then two and under are free. So those are our 12 things that you can do in Orlando without having to go to Disney World. And so I want you to think of Orlando as like you could totally do four or five days in Orlando doing easy, doing all of these activities and never step foot in a Disney or Universal park. And how cool is that? So if you think that you might want to try out the Orlando area, but you don't think that you're a Disney person, or maybe you just want to go and you want to try the Disney park for one day, but you don't want to spend the whole week there, maybe plan some of these other activities, especially if you have nature lovers, dino lovers, it, there's just so much that that you can do with little kids and, and enjoy some time and some relaxation by the pool. And, you know, you just you never know what you might fall in love with. Feel free to DM us on Instagram if you have any questions about this or, you know, if maybe there's something that you've done in Orlando that we didn't mention on this list and you want to share it with us so that we can share with the rest of our listeners. We'd love to hear it. It's at messy underscore wonderful. And we would love to chat with you. Y'all have a great rest of the day.
Thank you so much for tuning in and spending part of your day with us. If you love today's episode, be sure to share it with a friend. Any resources mentioned today will be linked in the description and you can always find even more details in the show notes. And remember, you can find us over on Instagram at messy underscore wonderful. We hope you'll subscribe to the show so you get notified when a new episode comes out. We'd also be so grateful if you take just a second to leave us a review. We appreciate your reviews and sharing about the show more than you know. See y'all next week.